Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are joined now by Will Kane, as we are hoping to make this a regular tradition. I've also been going on some with his television program, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And unfortunately, the insanity in sports has not come to a close with both of us being uh, the most sane people, I would say, in the sports universe. Will, how's everything going with you this week? It's going well. Thank you, man. Um, So there are a ton of different stories out there, but I wanted to start with this one for you. The Masters. Everybody's talking about all the controversy surrounding the Masters, and they did something that I think everybody should do. Stand up to the complaining, and it virtually vanishes as soon as your actual sporting event starts. And I don't know why more people don't do this, but are you with me? Once the tee-off happened on Thursday, any criticism of the voting bill or the state of Georgia at all disappeared and it wasn't even that exciting of a masters but to me this is just evidence of what happens if you're willing to stand up to the cancel culture in the world of sports because that is something you and i both know academically but also through personal experience this entire cancel culture woke movement is a paper tiger all you have to do all you have to do is show the slightest backbone and this movement backs down what more you only have to show the backbone as you and i have talked about in the past for approximately i would suggest 36 hours if you can reach between your legs and find your manhood or find your spine (laughs) for 36 hours they will move on to the next thing they are out about and trying to cancel 
And it's amazing to me how many people aren't willing to do that, right? Whatever you do or say, if you have a truly held belief, stand up to them for about 24 hours, maybe 36 hours at the most, and they move on like all bullies do, right? This is the lesson that you were taught, that I was taught. When a bully gets stood up to, they go and pick on someone that is not going to stand up to them. That's what bullies do. That's what mobs often do. And that's what happens with these social media lunatics who have been dictating so much of the way sports uh, is covered over the last decade or so. And it just makes me so mad because it doesn't require much. You don't have to have a knockdown, dragout fight. Most of the time, bullies aren't beat up in a one-on-one, hand-to-hand battle. They're beat up by getting punched once, which they're not used to getting punched once. Right. Bullies are used to pretending to be tough, not actually that's right. being tough. That's why I always say, like, uh, it's funny. When the guy asks you if you want to go outside, you don't want to go outside, right? The guy, it, usually the, the, the peacocking guy who's, like, talking about all, all what he's going to do, he usually doesn't want to do that. If a guy walks up to you and he just calmly says, I think we should take this outside right now. Do not go outside. That man <laughs> may well kill you, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of, like, testosterone involved in, like, sort of male posturing. And if somebody right. is so calm... You know, like the MMA guy who trains, like they train to keep control of their of their temper, right, and of their emotions. Same thing with a boxer. Like those guys are not the ones who are running off, shooting off at the mouth because they're so confident of themselves and their ability to protect themselves that you don't want to mess with those guys. Like you don't want to mess with the guy who says, hey, do you want to take this outside? My wife said uh, when she was in uh, high school and college, the hockey guys that she knew would literally take mouth guards out to the bar in case they got into a fight. If a guy, like, think about that. If you were at a bar and like some guy started talking and then he just put his mouth guard in, I'm like, whatever, I, you know, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it. You know, like I, I don't think we, I, 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 you know, I'll relinquish whatever argument I was involved in right here. You put a mouth guard in, you're going to beat my ass. I don't need to, I don't need to be a part of that. So I got two two things to, to point out. And one, I think I was in middle school, and make no mistake about it, I've never been a tough guy. I've been in yep. my fair share of fights, but I've never been a tough guy, which means that I win, I don't know, maybe a draw, I probably lost. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> in middle school coming home and telling my dad about this guy who was messing with me every day. Not physically so much, but, you know, talking trash, you know, whatever we said back then, cutting me down, you know, every day. And my dad got tired of hearing it, so he said, Will, I want you to call Brad, and we're going to – you tell him that if you've got a problem with you, your dad is bringing you over, and you guys can fight in the front yard. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. He said, you are going to do that. So I called this guy, and I said, hey, Brad, do you have a problem with me? And he's like, no, I don't have a problem with you. I was like, because my dad said he'll bring me over, and you and I can fight in the backyard. He's like, Will, I, I really – I don't have a problem with you. I'm like, okay. The minute it got real, and I had nothing. There was nothing about me to be intimidated of. But the minute it got real, everything else – floated away. The second thing is, Clay, did you see that video of the, speaking about the MMA fighter, did you see that video of the guy who's clearly trained in MMA fighting the Oklahoma wide receiver yes, in yes, the bar? Yes, went viral. Yes, went viral. Talk, um, about the, talk about the calm. Like, that is terrifyingly calm and waiting and wanting to do it and then finally just laying the hammer. You know this. This is what, I'm sure there's some of these guys that are just total badasses that are listening to us. But the way that they train the Navy SEALs of the world is so that their heart rate doesn't get accelerated even in times of extreme stress. Because most of us, in super stressful times, our heart rate is going to accelerate 
you know, those guys can take out a, a, you know, Osama bin Laden and you could check their heart rate and it's the exact same temperature almost, you know, pulse rate as it would be if they were just kind of hanging out in the cafeteria eating lunch, right? I mean, that's the goal of that training. And, And so the point here in a larger context is, most people who are in cancel culture, they don't really have the spine to actually go for a 12-round fight, right? They want to show up. They want to puff out their chest. They want to scare people and make them think, oh, I'm in trouble now. And that's why you get so many of these false ritual apologies that occur. And I think, frankly, that's why you get decisions like Rob Manfred's that were made where if he had just said, hey, we're not going to do anything, if it, like, imagine this, Will. Imagine if Rob Manfred comes out and says, I understand that some members of the Major League Baseball family are upset about the Georgia voting rights bill. We are not experts at Major League Baseball in every element of voting rights. We want and believe that everyone should vote. Uh, We think it's important for the overall foundation of American democracy. We believe that if we pull the All-Star game out of Atlanta, we are hurting many of the people, many of whom are minority, many people who are black-owned businesses in the greater Atlanta area. If, however, some of our athletes and some of our coaches believe that it doesn't fulfill their moral obligations to play, they don't have to play in the All-Star game this year, and we will respect that decision that they make. I think the story's Mm. over, Will. I think the story is, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just making that statement up. Obviously, they could be potentially more eloquent in the way that they would draft it. But if they just say that, if Rob Manfred comes out and says that, I think the story's over. Now, individual players who make the All-Star game and managers might have to decide whether or not playing in Atlanta fulfills their moral obligations. But if you also add in there, we look forward to uh, celebrating the life and legacy of Hank Aaron, one of the most uh, accomplished African-American athletes in Major League Baseball history whose impact on this game will exist forever. And we hope all of our players are going to be there to celebrate that important occasion, right? Again, just spitballing it out right now. I don't think a single player doesn't show up. And I don't think a single manager doesn't show up. But if they make that decision, you've given them the right to take a moral stand. And I think it would be almost impossible to attack Major League Baseball if they had just done that. And I don't think very many fans out there, even if they are furious at Major League Baseball over pulling the All-Star game, I don't think that many fans would be truly upset if a player decided that they didn't want to play in the All-Star game. First of all, it happens all the time in the Pro Bowl. Half the Pro Bowl will doesn't show up. The NBA All-Stars didn't even want to play in the All-Star game this year. The only reason they did it was because they didn't want to get fined. And so I just I feel like that would have been the perfect response. And to complete your analogy, it just would have it would just would have required Rob Manfred maintaining his composure, not letting his heart rate get get you know racing out of control, not giving into fear, and just waiting thirty six hours to put some kind of statement like that together instead of caving in, yes. in the midst of what he thought was going to be this massive cancellation of Major League Baseball by a month. And again, I just circle back around to the Masters. Once the games get rolling. People care about the game. They don't care. Like right. the, the master story is like it's a distraction, much like the, the the cliche bulletin board material that everybody talks about leading up to the game. But once the game starts, you toss a lot of that stuff out, and it's about what happens between the lines. And that's exactly what happened at Augusta at the golf course. Even though it wasn't that entertaining of a Masters in the grand scheme of things, that's all right. that people cared about once the first drive is hit on Thursday morning it's on and nobody cares about the political angle surrounding the masters anymore. And then move on to the next thing, which 
I guess the next thing is we're now going to have a big fight about the NCAA and trying to ensure that you participate in sports according to the birth gender you what we're born with instead of yes. you identify as. That's our next thing. That's this week's thing now. Yes. And I, I, I'll uh, start with this. Like, I know you're fired up about it, too. The fact that it's controversial damn. that your gender, when we have gender-separated sports, would dictate where you can play and where you can't is crazy to me. And, and I think from a procedural posture perspective, it's worth mentioning, Will, many of these stories have come out of, for instance, in the state of Connecticut, uh, women have filed lawsuits, high school girls, right. because there is and has been a uh, a biological man who has identified as a woman and has set, I think it's like 15 state records in Connecticut. I don't That's think right. there is a single person, hardly. And I think the same thing has happened in Idaho. Like these plaintiffs, in other words, are high school athletes, girls who have been spending their entire lives training to try to excel in a sport and suddenly they're competing against somebody who is biological male that is much bigger, stronger, faster than them, as biology dictates that men typically are compared to women, which is why we have a separation of men's and women's sports. I can't, I can't imagine all, listening to me doesn't understand that it's most basic level. No, we all know that. This is lunacy. We're just, we're, we are spiraling at, at, at just such a crazy speed into absolute lunacy in this culture. And I look at this and I say, look at the statement the NCAA put out this week. They're talking, of course, about these bills in South Dakota and Texas and Florida that are essentially saying you have to compete in sports according to the, the gender that you were born with, not the one you identify as. And the NCAA has said in response to that, well, we're going to yank championship games from any states to pass a law like that. No championship games, no Final Fours in Texas, you know, no, no, I don't know, I guess no, um, no rotation of the National Football Championship game in Florida. I, I don't know what, what they're willing, how far they're willing to go. But here's the statement the NCAA put out. We, we, uh, we stand against any bill that restricts trans athletes from their ability to participate in sports. Well, that's not what's happening. You can participate in sports. You just have to participate according to the gender of that you were born with. So, so they're painting it. They manipulate the language to make it seem like it's discrimination against trans athletes. They don't get to participate in sports. No, that's not true. It's protecting fairness and inclusion for female athletes. That's what this is about, who are put at an unfair advantage. Any common sense person knows when they're going up against a biological male. But the NCAA... It's just, I don't, you can't get radical enough. I mean, and, and, and quickly enough to be safe. And what we're really talking about, I mean, let's be honest. If a woman decides to identify as a man, she has no chance of ever winning a male championship, right? Let's just be honest, right? Because then you have a, uh, a woman who is identifying as a man. And most women, especially as you move into high levels of competition, are not able to even be on a male team much less compete for a championship. In other words, in the state of Connecticut, it's not such that a girl suddenly decides that she's going to identify as a boy and she wins the 100-meter male Connecticut championship, right? Like, that just doesn't happen. And so what we're really talking about is men who decide that they want to identify as women and then they go into women's sports and they are biologically male and they dominate in those sports, particularly at a high school level, which is where these lawsuits have come from and why these bills are now emerging. And I think there's – I don't know, Will, that there's a single person listening to us right now that would say, 
it makes any sense at all for someone to be able to compete who is born male, who has been through puberty, right, who has grown physically as a male and then decides to start to identify as women which is what that lawsuit in Connecticut was about, because there are rules in some of these state athletic associations that permit that to occur. Yeah, for for decades, Clay, the terms inclusion and fairness have meant, at least when it comes to the NCAA, let's make sure that Title IX is supported. They've been they've been evening out men and women's sports throughout the last several decades. I played an Olympic sport. I was a swimmer and a water polo player, and I watched programs across the country get get cut. So men's water polo programs, men's swim teams cut because you had to have Title IX equity, right? So same number of scholarships for men and women athletes. But now inclusion and fairness, according to the NCAA, means destroying women. In sports. That's what this is. This destroys women's sports and makes it so a fe- biologically female athlete has no real chance to win if they're going up against a trans athlete. And and the fact that this is, con- I, I feel like in many ways you do as well, and I'm sure many of the people who are listening to us, the fact that this is even considered remotely controversial The reason why we, in the first place, let's go back in time, the reason why we don't just have sports, right, is because men would win everything, right? If we just had sports and men and women all competed in the same divisions all the time, it would not be fair because men would win everything and women would be not able to play very much sports. They wouldn't be able to make very many teams even, right? So we have men's that's and women's fact. sports because people said, no, no, that's not fair. We want everybody to be able to compete. And then Title IX, as you mentioned, creates a system certainly predicated on college where the same number of scholarships basically have to be given to each men and women, even though, and this is kind of the complicated factor with uh, revenue, even though men's football and men's basketball produces all of the money that basically every major athletic department has in the country, that money gets redistributed in many ways to allow as many people as possible to participate in college athletics, both of the scholarship. And the, and the wrinkle and there. It, yeah. And the wrinkle there is what? How many how many NCAA double, uh, how many Division One football scholarships are there? It's like 70 to 90? 80, 85. I, I think 85, 85 is the number. So you have to balance that out. Eighty-five yeah. men's scholarships going to football. So that means that you're, you know, you got to find women's sports: water polo, swimming, tennis. And if you look across, if you look at the ledger on the number of scholarships given to, for example, the men's tennis team versus the women's tennis team, way more to the women's tennis team. Yeah. And that's just across the board in order to balance out all the scholarships going to football. But that has been the whole point for the last couple of decades. Let's give women a fair and equal shot to be collegiate athletes. And now it means the exact opposite. And you're right. And the other part about this, Will, that is so infuriating is when you actually break it down, the fact that, first of all, this is controversial is, to me, insane. I think it goes to the very essence of competition itself, right? Like, this is this is not in any way a controversial idea. And now the NCAA, what the problem is, as you well know, now the NCAA is uh, in, in sort of embedding itself in the midst of this, uh, the, the, these legislations and everything else that are going on across all these different states. And it actually dials up the intensity of both sides now because people who are of the opinion, hey, men should compete against men and women should compete against women, which is the vast, vast majority of sports fans, now oh, there suddenly that. is more of an incentive to make this even more political than it already is because, as you mentioned, many of these different state uh, politicians are going to say, wait a minute, the NCAA is not going to dictate rules of competition in my state, which creates even more tension on both sides. 
And this is how that manifests. A couple of weeks ago, Christy Nome, the governor of South Dakota, a very good governor, um, declined to sign a bill that would have done what we're talking about, make sure that you compete according to your birth gender. She declined. She was like, whoa, what, what happened? You know, she seemed to be such a good governor that understood logic. Um, and she backed down. I think this is fair to say, and I interviewed her on Fox and Friends, but she backed down to the NCAA. And she said, I want to get a coalition of states so we can stand together. What they need to know, we can take this conversation full circle here, is the NCAA is a, a paper tiger as well. Amen. We, we, you and I have been in sports for as long as we, we know how weak the NCAA is. It doesn't take much to stand up to them. That's right. And that's why it's disappointing when it doesn't happen uh, and people allow this story to accelerate. And you know what's going to happen, right? The blue checkmark brigade on Twitter is going to get aligned 100% behind this idea. They're going to be praising the NCAA. And then the vast majority of fans out there, this is kind of what happened in the COVID universe too, uh, the difference between the media who covers sports and the fans of that sport is seismic. And I think over the past several years, that disconnect has been uh, even more enlarged than it normally be the case. And this is another example of, I think, where that will emerge. And by the way, I know there are a lot of people out there who have daughters who are competing in sports right now. Imagine, again, this is why I go back to think about where these lawsuits come from. These girls who filed this lawsuit in Connecticut that started all of this were saying, wait a minute, we have trained to compete in track and field our whole lives. We want to be able to win a state championship. And suddenly yeah. this, this uh, biological man who is allowed to identify as female, not only is he winning all of these races, he's setting all-time female records. And how, I mean, how ridiculously unfair. I mean, it's, you know, it, again, tool, that's the essence of it. That's where this started. The tool is, I talked about this in the latest edition of the Will Cain podcast, is they're just absolutely tearing language apart to accomplish their goals. Well, we don't understand what a woman is anymore, right? We've, we're changing the definition of a basic term we all understood for most of our lives. They called the Georgia bill restrictive, right? There's the, there's the operative word. It wasn't restrictive, only restrictive compared to one year of pandemic emergency re- related um, procedures. They do it, they call gun gun violence an epidemic in, a, akin to COVID-19. They've now called racism an epidemic. Every time you turn around, they change the definition of infrastructure. They change the definition of court packing. They keep changing the terms and the language and the rules of the game in order to accomplish what is increasingly a radical, radical ideology. And people have to start standing up. Because as you said, everybody listening, the vast, vast majority of people out there think this stuff is lunacy. Uh, Will, this is fantastic stuff as always. We will talk to you again next week. I know uh, how busy your schedule is. I appreciate you making time. And frankly, this is one of the only places in sports media where a conversation like this could even happen because as you well know, many people in our industry are terrified to even say, hey, men should compete against men and women should compete against women because they're afraid they're going to end up a target somehow, which is where we are. (laughs) Right. Lunacy. Lunacy. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Lunacy. Always enjoy it. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's at Will Kane. Go follow him. He's got a brand new podcast. Encourage you to uh, go download that. Also, uh, Fox and Friends, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday. When we come back, I will dive into a discussion about what Will just finished talking about. Appreciate him joining us early here in the third hour of the program uh, and why I believe robust discussion is so important. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm not kidding when I say like the only place in sports media where you can have a legitimate conversation about the NCAA threatening to boycott over some of these bills is OutKick because there are so many people afraid of the cancel culture mob that they won't say what they actually think. I can't imagine that there is a single person who covers sports for a living that truly thinks that you should be able to choose what gender you compete as, especially in a high school level or a middle school level or whatever else. Like when kids are growing up, I'm all in favor of if you are uh, wanting to play baseball and you're a girl and you're in a boys league, go for it, right? Because there's not a traditional baseball to play. Uh, In fact, I'm a coach on a little league team And I have been for several years. And we've had a lot of different girls that have played on our Little League baseball teams. More power to them. I think it's great. A lot of times those girls are some of the best players on the team. I think a few years ago in Little League baseball, we had uh, the famous pitcher. Uh, I know it's probably been a decade or so that that was taking place. I think it's fantastic. The Little League World Series I'm talking about. But the idea that, and again, I think it's important to think about the procedural posture on these cases that are being filed. The one that has started much of the response around the country has been what was going on with the situation around Connecticut. And by the way, that was Monet Davis, right? Uh, back in 2014. Do you remember that, Dub? I mean, she was fantastic. Great she, pitcher. She was a league. star, man. She was yeah, unbelievable. she was a star on the team. She was fantastic. And we played a game last night, and on our 10-year-old baseball team, uh, our one of the, the only girl on the team came in, and she has an absolute cannon. Boys can't hit her. She came in and closed out the game. We won by a couple of runs. She struck out the side. Just, I mean, absolute cannon of an arm. And I've played and coached with a lot of different Little League baseball where girls play in Little League. I think it's fantastic. More power to them because they can't play traditional baseball they have softball, but if you want to play baseball, play baseball. Totally in favor of it. But the idea that you would have all of these state records being set in high school by a biological male athlete who decides to identify as female, that is, to me, I'm on the side of the girls who were filing the lawsuit in Connecticut. I don't have daughters, but if I did... I would want them to compete against other women to win state championships. Now, I don't have any issue at all with someone deciding what gender they want to be. If that makes you happier, then go for it. As an adult, I just, I'm not someone who sits around and judges the decisions of consenting adults. Some of you might disagree. That's fine. I'm, you know, kind of the Sheryl Crow. If it makes you happy, go for it. It can't be that wrong, right? I think that was the Sheryl Crow line. As long as it's not a crime and a consenting adult wants to do it, go for it if it makes you happier. But the idea that champions, 
state champions who are biologically male would be competing against women, I'm not in favor of it. And, and I think this is easy if you take it outside of high school too. Imagine if Bruce Jenner, after winning the decathlon, credible athlete, four years later had decided to identify as female and come back and argued to be able to compete as a woman. Well, Caitlyn Jenner would have been infinitely better than anybody else in female decathlon. I mean, Bruce Jenner just destroyed every dude. And now four years later in the Olympics, Caitlyn Jenner is going to be competing against women. That's not going to be a, a close contest. And that's why the Olympics requires that you be biologically male or biologically female in order to compete. And some people say, well, the data reflects that this doesn't really change the outcome. Well, it doesn't change the outcome half of the time because if you are a woman and you decide to identify as a man, you have virtually no chance to compete in male sports because you're competing against all biological men who are bigger, stronger, and faster on average than the average woman. So the only time that this applies is when a biological man decides to compete against women because that is the only way in competition that this thing ever arises and the idea that the ncaa would be getting involved in individual laws that are being passed in individual states about what is and what is not uh, appropriate as it comes to competition especially of a high school degree and a high school nature it just doesn't make any sense And it is, I believe, a real mess that, again, I go to the procedural posture. This is me putting my lawyer hat on. Look at who's filing the lawsuits in Connecticut where much of this emerged. It was high school girls who suddenly were unable to compete for championships because of who they were losing to, a biological male who was competing as women, as a woman. And the fact that somehow having that conversation is is considered to be controversial or verboten in sports i mean these are real conversations and debates and by the way you don't have to agree with me certainly you can make the argument if you want to i think you're wrong but you can make the argument that people should be able to choose what their gender is and then on top of choosing their gender they should be able to choose which gender they compete against for purposes of sports i just i disagree with you but you can make that argument And I'm not going to say to somebody who's making that argument, oh, you're not allowed to make that argument. Because I don't believe, there's a big difference, but cancel culture represents is, cancel culture is you can't say that and you aren't allowed to have that opinion. That's what cancel culture is. Really, it's like, I disagree with you, and you can't even have the opinion that you just uttered out loud. That's cancel culture. What I believe in is robust debate. That means you can have any opinion under the sun, and I am going to uh, agree or disagree with your opinion, and we'll debate what the truth should be and what the result should be as we break all this down. All right, uh... This is, I think, an important conversation continuing to play itself out. Uh, And uh, I'm not sure 
that there is an easy solution to this that doesn't end up, unfortunately, inflaming all sorts of attention. And that is why I believe that the decision that was made by the NCAA is not going to make this better. It's going to get the people who have strong opinions even more dug in in their heels. And eventually we're going to be doing what often happens in America, which is arguing loudly back and forth and arguing that whatever side we're not a part of is awful and evil and they don't deserve the right to have their opinion. What I always say about OutKick is, you can love me, you can hate me, but the First Amendment is alive and well on this show. And we try to talk about every subject under the sun. I believe that adults should be able to pursue whatever makes them happier. And ultimately, how exactly that ends up shaking out will be seen, I think, in a big extent in the world of sports. But for a consenting adult, as long as you're not breaking the law, if it makes you happier, I think you should do it. I'm a pretty live and let live guy. And I think a lot of you that listen to this show are as well. But when it comes to the difference between male and female sports and who you are crowning as champions of sports, I think this is a significant issue that has already become an issue in the state of Connecticut and I believe the state of Idaho where there have been lawsuits filed. And ultimately, this is one of those cases where you have two different identities colliding, right? Where you have ardent feminists who are huge Title IX supporters and believe obsessively in the importance of women's athletics. And then you also have strong transgender activists And so you have two of these identities colliding in the world of sports. And you can't have both of those identities win, right? Because if you are a super strong feminist who is committed to the idea of the importance of women's sports, then you're having biological men who identify as women ending up winning your competitions. Those two things are at loggerheads. And this is somewhat similar, I would say, to the Deshaun Watson versus all of the women who are uh, accusing Deshaun Watson of sexual assault situation. You have a black quarterback who many people in sports are now terrified to ever say anything negative about going head to head with Me Too. And so many people in sports are terrified to say anything negative about a woman alleging sexual assault too. In fact, the Houston Chronicle just fired a guy for comments that he made uh, on the uh, on radio shows, not uh, that that were basically taking strongly the side of uh, Deshaun Watson over the women, and so a lot of people are just terrified to say anything about stories like these. But I don't think that's how you advance discussion. I don't think you can have an advanced discussion when people are terrified to say what they actually believe. So come hell or high water, your boy here is going to tell you what he thinks every single day. Sometimes you may agree. Sometimes you may think I'm crazy. It's a little bit like that Alonzo morning gif, if you've seen it on the internet, where he's like shaking his head, no, no, no. And then by the end, he starts shaking his head, yes. I think that's how a lot of you ended up fans of OutKick. When we come back, I'm going to dive into something much less serious. How about who's playing Sean Payton in a new movie that's going to air on Netflix? I think they made a little bit of a rough casting decision if you're Sean Payton. Also, who would play me if they decided to do a movie? Be kind. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey! 
Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their bridgestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Wanted to finish with kind of a, uh, a funny notation here. Sean Payton, they're doing a movie. And, Dub, you can correct me on the plot if I'm wrong on this. My understanding is they are doing a movie about when Sean Payton was suspended from coaching in the NFL and instead coached his son's team. Is this right? Yeah, that's right. I believe it was a sixth-grade football team, and so it's going to go he back He was suspended in for – what for the uh I, I even forgot that he was suspended for an entire year yeah i did uh, too i i didn't i didn't remember so he was suspended for those of you who don't remember bounty gate which involved greg williams right and the uh the idea i think it was brett Favre was the quarterback that they uh there were a lot of different quarterbacks that they were had allegedly put bounties on basically um brett Favre was one of them uh, and uh, the Saints went on to win the Super Bowl that year. They beat the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, but the idea of putting bounties on hitting players, injuring players, all that was considered to be a uh, a bad look for the NFL, and I didn't even remember. So evidently Sean Payton got suspended for the whole year and ended up coaching his son in the sixth grade uh, football league during that year. So they are making a movie about that, Netflix is, and they have chosen an actor to play Sean Payton. Now, I'm not sure that this is a movie I would ever watch. I'm not sure really what the target marketplace is. Uh, is it sports fans? Is it people who want like a uh, great family story? If it's a great family story, I'm not sure that having the head coach who was suspended for Bounty Gate is like, oh, this is such an uplifting story. And then instead of uh, teaching grown adults about football, he taught sixth graders about football. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, they have put Kevin James, a.k.a. Paul Blart Mall Cop, a.k.a. the King of Queens, he is now scheduled to be playing Sean Payton. And if I'm Sean Payton, I'm like, come on. I am demanding a redo on casting. Because I think they have gotten way too unflattering of a uh, of a doppelganger in quotation marks there for the Sean Payton character, and I don't know like anytime you're a, uh, a, a there's a movie made about you like there's a wide range of who could play you, and so like on the low end for me. I think it's fair to say like some like Tom Green could play me like if they did a movie about Outkick. Tom Green could play me, and I think that would be kind of an unflattering version of me because I think I'm better looking than Tom Green. But there are a lot of actors that are way better looking than me that might look a little bit like me, and they would be like the Hollywood version of me. 
But you don't want somebody uglier than you or less physically appealing than you to play you in the movie if I'm Sean Payton. I think, I mean, I think he should have gotten written into his contract that he got approval of who was going to play him. Because, I don't, I mean, Dub, am I crazy here? Or is Kevin James like way worse looking than Sean Payton? I don't know. Maybe we're not giving Kevin James enough credit as an actor. Maybe he's, you know, a method actor and he's going to lose 60 pounds for this role. You never know. Yeah, I mean, Sean Payton is not like kind of a chunky dad, right? Like he doesn't have a total dad bod about him. I mean, who are they going to have playing uh, Drew Brees? I don't know. I know it's the sixth grade team. but <laughs> Who's playing Brees Greg like, Williams? Who's playing? I mean, God, uh, I don't know. <laughs> If 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 Kevin James is playing, uh, I bet I bet Greg Williams not even in the movie. But I just I I gotta say, you want to get somebody I think who's going to play you who's better looking. Like I if I if they were like Clay, you get to do. Uh, they were going to make a movie about you. I would be like, okay, but Tom Green can't play me. It has to be somebody better looking than me. I'm not saying it has to be like Brad Pitt or George Clooney or somebody like that where people are like, yeah, that guy looks nothing like you. But it has to be somebody who's like a better looking version of me as opposed to an uglier version of me, which I think is what's happened with Sean Payton. All right. This has been OutKick, by the way. I appreciate all of you. Same bat time tomorrow. Same bat channel. Go subscribe. Give us five stars. Danny G is going to read the reviews later this week. You can search out my name, Clay Travis, or OutKick. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!